0: This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at scanmyphotos.com. Hi, I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective. I really love family photographs, all of them, from the mystery images you find in shoeboxes and albums to the pictures you snap with your digital devices. No mystery is too small. A simple question about an image can lead to new stories of your ancestors. This means you can count on me to help you identify the people in them, offer solutions for preserving and organizing them, and yes, even guide you in the various ways to gather and share picture stories with your relatives. My guest today is Ariel Servadio. And Ariel, we last spoke way back in 2019 after Roots Tech, And a lot has happened since then. Ariel's from Gaylord.com. And if you don't know Gaylord, then you're not buying your archival supplies in the right place. So Ariel, tell us something about yourself. And then let's just jump into what all the changes have been happening in the last couple of years. And by the yeah. way, stick around to the end because we have a special offer.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to offer that to you all. So I'm from Gaylord Archival. In the last several years, we, we it was more um, recent when we last spoke, but we uh, launched a brand specifically for personal archivists, some people preserving their own family history that we call Your Story by Gaylord Archival. And basically, we just try to take the guesswork out of preserving things. We know that not everyone has um, an educational background in conservation and trying to figure out, you know, the, the proper materials you need to keep the items that you have safe and lasting to share with future generations can be like really overwhelming and confusing. So we try to make it simple. We try to put products together so that you can be like, all right, I'm gonna buy this kit and I have everything I need to preserve this group of photos that I inherited or that I found or my own photos that I have and I wanna make sure last.
0: I love kits. It makes it so easy. So this interview is part of a series I'm doing in the month of January 2020 on Digitize Your Life. So I know that as soon as everything shut down, I know that the people that listen to this podcast and get my newsletter suddenly discovered they had time to open their closets, go under their bed and find all of these pictures that they've had hanging around, and they started digitizing things, and they started asking me to identify them. But from your perspective, what was happening at Gaylord? Were you seeing the same uptick that I was seeing?
1: Yeah, we absolutely were, and it was an interesting experience because we primarily served institutions for so long. You know, our company has been around for over 130 years and we were, we were generally serving institutions, but it's just been a change in like the last five years that we started to really try to reach out to individuals and people preserving their own history. And when the pandemic started, institutions closed, we closed too. Our factory was closed for almost two months. And even though we were not able to make and ship product, We were seeing especially that individuals, these people at home who are now, you know, potentially working from home and being confronted with all of the things that they had around them and kind of having these realizations like, wow, I really do have a lot of stuff that I need to keep safe. They were still placing orders with us.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly my experience is that suddenly everyone woke up and said, wait, I want to work on those family photographs. Or I have all this stuff I want to digitize. And I decided to focus the month of January on digitize your life because so many family historians take care of all their historical items, the things from their grandparents and and before that. But we tend not to pay attention to the things that we create in our lifetime. And they're just as important because we're going to pass that on. So now's the time to weed those slides, to look at those photo albums, to... Take care of those artifacts. What are you going to keep? What are you going to toss? Your your children. I'm I'm going to be honest. They don't want it all. They might not want any of it. But you're going to preserve what you can. So, in keeping with that, Gaylord has a product called Your Story.
1: Uh, It's a collection. I would collection a collection. Yeah,
0: specifically aimed towards not just an individual archivist taking care of their old stuff, but their sort of newish stuff as well. So what's in that kit?
1: Well, so your story, actually, we have a variety of kits. And just to touch on what you were saying about preserving your life, that is when we were doing the genealogy shows prior to the pandemic, and we've participated in a few virtually since the pandemic. That is surprisingly the one of the number one things I have to say to people is If I'm talking to them about preserving their own photos or their own wedding dress, let's say, and they're like, oh, well, no one will care about that. And I am like, what if your grandmother said that about her wedding dress? Like, how sad would you be right now? Or if your family member didn't feel that these photos from this event in their life was not worth saving. You wouldn't have that now to to see yourself. So we do, you know, that has been part of your story is, to try to make people look at the important moments happening in their lives right now and think about if they want that to extend and go on for future generations of their family or or whoever else that's important in their lives. So your own wedding dress, if you are have military service, your kids' photos, your baby photos. We have a coworker that during the pandemic especially since we weren't able to make and ship product for a period of time. So we were trying to not like send out all these emails saying shop now, buy this, this is on sale, (laughs) like whatever, because, you know, people could go to our website and order things, but they wouldn't be able to uh, get it for a while. So we really tried to make a focus on resources and education that people could start to use now, even without the products in hand, because there's so much work, as you know, that goes into, preservation, even before you get to the putting the stuff in the boxes, right? You know, with photo preservation, there is the whole process of just looking at what you have and deciding like weeding out duplicates, or if there's photos that are damaged, might need extra care, setting those aside for that purpose. And then how, how do you want to store these photos? Do you want them to be regularly accessible and viewable so that you can look at them right now and share them with others right now? Or do you just want to put them away in a place that you know that in like 20 or 30 years from now, they'll still be viewable? So we created a lot of resources over the last year and a half to really help people with that process. And one of the resources we created that came to light because one of our coworkers was like, I can't view any of my baby photos without a projector, was slide storage. There was a really big kick for converting your photos to slides for a period of time in the late 1900s from like the 60s to the early 90s. I mean, I remember my dad doing the same thing and I was born in the 80s. Um, But so there are a lot of people who have their family history, their, their personal history stored on slides that they also want to preserve and be able to view again someday. So we, we created a resource on organizing and preserving 35 millimeter slides, but we also created a few kits that depending on what your situation is, how many slides you might have to store. And kind of the same thing we were talking about with photos, like, do you want to be able to view them easily? Do you just want them organized and put away safely to accommodate that? And so we actually have at Gaylord, we make archival quality boxes. And we also have what we call a box album, which is essentially an archival box with a three ring binder inside of it and there are slide pages that you can put inside of it that you can use to store uh, smaller collections of slides that you want to be able to easily flip through and you know I mean it's like maybe with like a magnifying glass or something be what they are but then we also have a what we call a modular slide storage kit that has a bunch of smaller boxes that are sized to fit slides that go within a larger box. And those smaller boxes are used to organize your collections further. So you can kind of like label them. You can put dividers in them, all of that. But then you can keep them all in one place. And you can store up to 16 carousels of slides in that kit.
0: 16 carousels. <laughs> yeah. That's more than I have.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's probably enough for however many slides exist in your life. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a lot. And it's interesting, interesting that you would start talking about slides because that is... One of the things that people ask me about all the time, people are obsessed with these slides. What are we going to do with them? Which ones are we going to keep? I inherited all these from my dad or from my grandfather and they went all over the world and I have 60,000 slides. What am I going to do with them all? Well, you know, you offering a solution. I actually tackled my slides this past summer. I bought a Wolverine uh, slide scanner, hooked it up scanned slides for, I think, a week, tossed more than I kept, you know, color corrected them or whatever, and then used archival slide pages to store them. And now they're all nice and tidy. And I, I did toss way more than I kept. I didn't need to keep all these poorly composed, bad photographs I had taken that really have no interest to anyone at all. I just mostly kept family and I gifted slides. So Mm -hmm. I had all these candid photographs, slides that I had taken of a friend's wedding. And I reached out to her and I said, are you interested in having these slides of your wedding? And she said, I don't have any candid pictures from my wedding. And so that whole box, I I did that for several people. Off you go, I don't need them. And that was a lot of fun to give them away as well as preserve the ones from my life. Do you have family photos you'd like to know more about? That's where I come in. As the photo detective, I love helping people figure out the details in their pictures, from who's depicted to how it fits into your family history. I can help you tell the stories of your family photographs. Save $10 on a single photo consult with the coupon code PODCAST. Can't wait to see what you have in your collection and how we can solve your photo mysteries. Other things that people ask about are, how do I store my old home movies? I know Gaylord sells things to help you store those movies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we actually have both boxes that are sized to store video cassettes, which I do want to be clear, like there is uh, no archival box that can stop the degradation of magnetic tape in terms of eventually it loses its um, magnetism. <laughs> yeah, um, no, it needs to
0: be converted. <laughs> if, right, if it, it listening, needs
1: to be converted. Yeah. Um, but even if, but there's cases where, um, Sometimes the VHS tape itself, like existing, you know, its physical existence has value to you because maybe a family member that is no longer with you wrote the label on it. And maybe you just want to preserve that handwriting. So, and of course, like you want to, you can also digitize that. You can also take a photo of that too. But if you want the tangible item, yeah, we have boxes for that. We also have film reels and and storage boxes for film as well.
0: You have negative storage.
1: Yes, negative storage. So one thing I wanted to talk about related to photo storage, because that for me, personally, I think when we last spoke, one of the things that came up was that, you know, my coworker, Rhonda, who is the Your Story product manager, and I, you know, we've worked at Gaylord for between the two of us decades. And we know all the rules, like we know what we're supposed to do with our stuff. But do we practice what we preach? Not necessarily because it's time consuming, (laughs) you know? It is. Yeah. And that I will say, if I can look at a positive note from the pandemic was that just like so many other people at home that I think were placing those orders with us, I was in my home office. I had a lot of those family photos that I had inherited when I go to a holiday event and people know where I work and they're like, take this home with you. You can do something better with it than I can. Well, guess what? I might put it in an archival record storage carton to set aside and deal with later, but I don't necessarily take everything home and immediately store it perfectly myself. And one of the things I really wanted to do was tackle family photos. And because I grew up in the early nineties, primary photo format for me was four by six photos. And let me tell you, there were also duplicates for basically every, every photo of that the I triple had. print.
0: It's the era of the triple prints,
1: right? Because, because you wanted to have, if it was a good photo, you wanted to have it to give to someone else too, so they could have a copy and not a lot of those copies actually get given away. <laughs> you know, like you end up with a lot of them yourself. So even just going through that process myself of sorting out duplicates, that and, and like you said, like we, we couldn't, you The photos we were taking until they were taken and developed, and then we got them back and could open them up and look at them. So there's lots of photos that just are plain not good. They're blurry. They were underexposed, overexposed.
0: Those are tossable.
1: Those. Yeah. So, right. Like, and it feels hard to make that decision, but at the same time, like you, you really can't save everything. We don't have room to, and we also don't have time to. So just starting in that place. And one of the kits that I personally used was our high capacity photo storage kit, because I had so many four by six photos and that kit can actually store up to 1600 photos. I think it's, it's a lot. And there's also a space.
0: I see one of those in my future, Ariel.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're so useful. They're so useful. And what's great is they come with envelopes. So you can kind of just like the envelopes that you would receive from getting your photos developed. You can kind of just transfer them to there, but on the envelope, there's space to document what's inside. So you can write like descriptions of each photo if you want, or you could just do an overall category name. And there's also a section to put the negatives in.
0: (laughs) I was going to ask you that because I don't want to separate the negatives from the prints, which is what the old method called for.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this is an archival quality acid lignin-free envelope that you can put both items in and safely store them together. And then you can organize them all in this box that has dividers too, to kind of help you create sections. But then again, you have them all conveniently in one place. And, you know, that option is great for what we were talking about where you have all these photos. You just want to make sure that they're not in like a Brown cardboard box that is mildewing in the basement and you want to put it somewhere and have them last. So like in 30 years from now, your kids or grandkids can look at them and actually be able to view them and understand what was captured on that film but then for photo collections that you want to be able to view now and share with others we you know previously had like a really nice photo album kit with acid-free pages and photo corners and that is a beautiful solution but I personally was always a little overwhelmed by it because I think when you create a photo album like that, you have to be really intentional with, like, grouping your photos on the page and you want to include captions and all of that. And in my case, personally, I have inherited so many photos of so many different sizes from my family. I just wanted to, like, safely get them into something. And shortly before the pandemic, we came up with a kit, just like for our slide storage that we talked about, with, which was a box album. But we did a kit with a box album in several different sizes of photo storage pages that are just like the plastic pages with the pockets that's uh, specifically sized for each print. And so we sell that as a kit now. And then what I love about that kit is then you can also go to our website and buy other um, sizes of those photo preservers that you can stick in there so you can store everything from like the square three by three images to eight by tens all in one album and in a larger volume much more quickly and efficiently than you could in an album with photo corners
0: right and one of the uses for that which is people always ask me okay maureen i've I've digitized everything now how do i file the real stuff so if you have a lot of photographs of one particular person in the family You can create a whole album using those pages of all the different size prints that you have of that person Mm -hmm. and then put it on your bookshelf.
1: Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that, that we wanted to focus on when we were creating educational resources during the pandemic was just trying to make the whole decision process of what to choose to use for each collection that you have to preserve easier. So we had our, photo preservation 101 resource that I think we had talked about with you previously, but I actually ended up making a video that goes along with it now that we kind of do this overview. I'm kind of stepping on the video right now, honestly, because I've talked about a lot of the products, but we go through an overview of how to start the process. The first thing we say is digitize. And if you haven't digitized, you want to do that now. Um, but even making the decisions of what you're after, you digitize what you are going to keep, and then how you're going to store those products. So we mm-hmm. did family, we did family photo preservation 101, and then we also did a photo storage decision tree, which is a flowchart of those choices that you would make in storing your photos. Um, oh, so well, we I like that. The, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a little, if you don't want to go through like a written resource or you don't have time to watch a five minute video, it's kind of directing you by like asking questions, like, what do you have? What do you want to do with it? And, and directing you to products that would be appropriate for what you're desiring to do with your collection.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. My guest today is Ariel Servadio of Gaylord. And you have a special offer for listeners of this podcast.
1: Yeah, so through March 31st, 2022, we would love to offer you 25% off our preservation products and kits, and you can use that code PD25 to get that discount.
0: Wow, that's a big offer. Thank you so much, Ariel. If you'd like to take advantage of the 25% off sale at Gaylord, you can go to Gaylord.com forward slash P. D25, as in Peter David and the number 25. Or use the code PD25 at gaylord.com. It's been great catching up with you again and seeing you because I do these calls in video, even though the podcast is all audio. And maybe we'll run into each other again at a conference when they start up again.
1: I sure hope so. It would be nice.
0: I hope so too. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Maureen. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media. Leave me a rating and a review. And if you know of a friend or family member who's also interested in family photographs, share this episode with them too. See you next time.